Welcome to Never End the Story, a rewatch podcast where we watch the movies of our childhood, along with Tepper, a grown man who has never seen them before. I'm your host, Ivan. Do not use in a confined area. I'm Connor, goddess of the moon and sun. I'm Shauna, and unlike alpacas, I am highly flammable. I'm Tepper, and the weather's getting colder. Could you guys please place more blankets in the trunk? We'll consider it. Please. It's so cold. This week we'll be watching Catwoman, directed by Pitoff, released in 2004. 43 cats were trained for the film. Halle Berry adopted one of them afterwards, an orange and white youngster named Plato. Probably the only good thing about this movie. Connor and Shauna brought this movie to us this week. Why? Um, this movie was one of the movies I found while looking for bad movies for the year of Make Tepper Miserable. Uh, and I did remember watching it. That was pretty much the extent of it. I, I do remember watching this movie. I do remember a lot of this movie. Um... So I'm kind of excited. <laughs> I watched this movie as a kid, and I loved it. It, This is what I thought superheroes were, and I really liked it. And I had a really good time, and I was really genuinely surprised to hear that it's a bad movie, because even now, from my memories, it sounds like it's a good movie. But, you know, as we learned from Aging Cody Banks 2, my child mind might lie to me, so... Hopefully, it's lives up to my childhood expectations. Uh, does anyone else have a connection to this film? There's only one thing I know about this movie. And there's a scene where she plays basketball with a bunch of kids, and it is awful. Like, it is an awful scene with weird cuts, way too many cuts. She's an awful basketball player, and it's just bad looking scene across the board that's the only thing i've seen from this movie i know of the basketball but that is i know much less of that uh we're now showing tepper the poster for the movie for the first time please describe the poster and let us know what you think the movie's about it's about a cat woman (laughs) finger guns um it's, uh, I'm trying to remember. I'm pretty sure, is it that she gets mutated or something? It's like, she gets like actual powers or something. Um, anyway, so at the top in gold lettering, Catwoman with the, uh, uh, thing, uh, the O in woman being a cat's eye. Um, there's a giant moon shining in the background and in the in the foreground on a building is the catwoman wearing uh ripped pants uh like those things are look ready to kind of fall apart uh and a kind of stupid mask actually a really stupid mask what's with that like front flap thing she's got (laughs) on like that it helps make the ears yeah, it's their reasoning for why there are ears. I feel like you could... Mm, wow, that's... Mm, yeah, that's kind of stupid. Uh, and then... Um, she's got these, like, yeah, like claws and shit. Um, claw gloves. Um, 
Yeah, and it's like a cloudy sky. It's a pretty boring poster, to be honest. Um, I feel like they probably slapped this thing together in like 15 minutes. This moon is prepping to fucking destroy this city, though. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, it's a dangerously large moon. Also, the buildings are all facing different directions. Yeah, I, I was yeah. I was thinking about how huge that moon is. Um, and yeah, it's just like... And yeah, this is dawn are... of the final day moon. <laughs> Catwoman takes place in Majur's Mask, confirmed. I mean, even if it's not crashing into the Earth, its proximity is very dangerous for the for all of, mm. like, the tidal waves. Yeah. But yeah, all of those buildings are not at the same perspective. It's how yeah. you know it's a good movie. It's, uh... like this, po- this, po- this poster was put together as, like, a grade 8 final art project. My passion is graphic design feel like by grade eight art you at least know how to draw a line perspective also catwoman has been at the tanning salon a lot like she's an orange like look at her skin tone or maybe it's just my computer screen fucking up the colors but like she looks really really tanned yeah it's a little orange ish that might partially have to do with a bit of the blue that's all around her, because blue and orange are opposites, so blue will naturally make orange things appear more orange than they are. Yeah. And probably, like, boosted saturation on yeah. her part. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so... Like the, light, the light hitting her face is very white. So, very, very boosted contrast and saturation or whatever. Yeah, yeah, true, Yeah, true. there's not much going on. Uh, I could have found a version with text, but there wasn't really much text. This was the larger size poster. Here's the text. This movie is bad. <laughs> you don't know. You haven't seen it. I've heard enough about it, and that one scene sets pretty, pretty uh, gives me a pretty good indication of the quality of this movie. But you know, maybe this movie will surprise me, and you know. I'll walk away from this movie going number one spot, Catwoman. Knocking out the last unicorn. (laughs) That's not happening. (laughs) Yeah, this is actually like a really in-depth piece about like emotions and it really deep dives like what it means to be alive and human. (laughs) And more than human and like cat human. To be a woman. And to be a cat. Through the extension of becoming a cat human. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, we'll see you after the film. What can I do for you? White Russian. No ice. Hold the vodka. Hold the cola. Green. Straight up. And we're back. So... What did everyone think? The best. <laughs> I I wasn't wrong. I see why young me liked it. And you know what? Current me also likes it. Current I... me understands why it's the lowest rated movie we've watched. It's awful. <laughs> what the wrong. fuck? What the actual wrong. fuck? Like, it just... Oh, I, like, mentally checked out, like, a quarter into that movie, if that, it just, it felt all over the place. Like, 
Some of the way those scenes were shot were very disorienting because they were just snapping back and forth. Yes, yes. He cuts so often. And it's like, oh, ugh. Yeah, no, it's not. And like the CGI was like, ugh. It's not aged well at all. What did they have to train the cats for if they were all just fucking CGI cats? That was my thing. Like when I heard like, oh, (laughs) they trained 40 cats for this. I was like, cool, we're going to see a whole bunch of things. And it's just like, fucking cgi cats everywhere just like what was the point i mean sometimes you have to train cats to not do anything yeah but it was just it was there was like four or five parts that were kind of all right the rest of the movie just it made no sense was poorly pieced together the plot was just a jumbled mess of like like they did, it felt like at times they didn't know what they wanted to focus on, and she's uh, cats in popular culture, the superhero. Like, oh man, when she walks into that bar, white Russian, hold the vodka, hold the clue. Like, just I was like, no, no, you didn't just say that. Straight what up the cream. Fu- just, oh man, this movie's so bad. Fuck. let's start from the top what do you hate the most everything oh my god like 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 i just okay okay here's the here here's the couple positives i enjoyed the villain the villain was kind of kind of neat uh both the uh both the um executive and his is it his wife or yeah his wife Mm-hmm. yeah yeah like him and his wife were like yeah like i enjoyed their performances like they really did the whole villain thing pretty pretty solid yeah um like no complaints there actually i was the wife was the main villain yeah yeah but he obviously was like initially a bit of a villain um he didn't realize how villainous his company was he was slightly aware. He was a villain. She was a supervillain. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Like, he was just like, I'm like a corporate executive who wants to maximize profit. And she was like, no, like, I want to sell this cream that will get the huge portion of the population addicted and also maybe turn them into monsters. Only if they stop using it. If you stop taking it, your skin melts. That's all. Yeah. Also, it causes constant headaches and possibly... Mm desires to frame things on Catwoman. <laughs> but listen, listen, once you get over the headaches though, like you just become Marvel. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah, so Catwoman versus Marvel Woman. Um so like I enjoyed both their performances. Like I I I thought like like they did a pretty solid job. I was more engaged when they were on screen than uh whenever Halle Berry was doing her thing. Um You didn't like her basketball? <laughs> or her eating canned cat food on her bed no it was tuna or, they were oh. cans of tuna okay also fun fact about that basketball team for a really long time i had this one song that i used to play all the time when i uh played ezreal in league of legends i often yeah. had themes for characters in league of legends that was the song i didn't remember where i got that song from i didn't know where i got that song from it was from this movie oh my God. scandalous Ugh. <laughs> it's a really good Ezreal song. Um, and like, 
and like there were like a few decent like shots in this movie and like there were like a few sequences that were all right um like one that i kind of enjoyed was uh when uh the super villain was like applying the cream in front of the mirror and just the way that whole room was set up and the colors and everything was uh was really cool to look at um when she breaks into the opera house and like the the security guard seeing her going across the mirrors was pretty good yeah (laughs) um yeah like there were a couple good sequences but they just oh even good like all right basic like congratulations you passed the very low bar of being a movie with those couple scenes uh they just get drowned out in just a whole bunch of stuff that doesn't make sense oh my god like if you were to go through this movie and go like plot holes you'd find a million of them and like normally i'm not like you know you don't want to be too like nitpicky with like oh that thing doesn't quite make sense with that but like this movie is just rife with them they're everywhere why did the villain like the super villain call up the police and they were already in her house because they're rich yeah because they built a police station underneath their house. <laughs> uh, my favorite is the completely accurate uh, forensic science. <laughs> oh my god, yes! Completely I was so mad oh. every time. Just use DNA. You have so much DNA. She leaves DNA everywhere. Even the time when we thought you were going to use DNA. No, you just matched the fucking lip prints. What the fuck? Also, she licked his cheek, didn't she? She didn't kiss him. Correct. Yeah, yeah. she straight up licked his cheek. Yeah. It doesn't leave a... That doesn't leave a... A, a can. Print. Uh, but, like... Yeah, that whole thing, like, completely different people, like, with the thing, like, indicating loneliness. It's like, it's like what the she fuck? She has the O of a people pleaser. Yeah, it's like, this what? Oh, oh, she's crazy. This O is reaching out. It represents loneliness. <laughs> The, that's no. not how like yeah signature analysis works the other no. was a y it was very sharp she's right. very confident <laughs> the confident y fuck you oh my god Just, i i fucking love because he's like she has it's so not much an exposed exact skin. Science. she's leaving exposed skin everywhere she's leaving probably so much shit everywhere she's licking people and things <laughs> Like, there's enough DNA. You guys can do it. I believe in I you. I told you, this you... is 2004. The only forensic <laughs> science is handwriting. And the and subset lip. of... That's a subset of handwriting. <laughs> Everyone knows this. Lips are basically You're... words. Oh my fucking god. I was so excited that they were gonna start actually using DNA, and then they were like, lip analysis. And I, was I was so like, worried. No. I was so worried. Uh, see, oh, see God. when we compare these two lips, you can see the handwritten sorry in them. <laughs> oh my God. The Y is very confident. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, possibly not Gotham City police force. Yeah, it's uh, never actually stated to be Gotham. I, I, oh my gosh, I love the deep lore this movie sets up. Catwoman is just one in a long line of cat women who are emissaries of a cat god. Bastet, yeah. The Egyptian cat god. Yeah, I... Goddess of the moon and the sun. And a lot of other things, because Egyptian gods are <laughs> fucking gods of, like, 30 things, guys. I think yeah. this establishes this is not Batman Catwoman, because 
Ivan pointed out in one scene when the old lady just throws pictures of the past Catwoman, one of the pictures is the Batman Catwoman, which means she exists in the world separately. She's a different Catwoman. This this Catwoman in this movie is her own agent, not involved. Yeah, it's literally the only uh, reference to this actually being any relation to Batman or the DC Universe. It's just like... Where the fuck are they? Because this, this city needs to be shut down. <laughs> just because of its police force. They're in Cat Chicago. Okay. I can accept that. <laughs> Only if it's called Cat Cago. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Chicago. Chicago. Love the French word for cat. Yeah. yeah. Please it's cease. Always <laughs> cease it once. Sean and I have a connection. <laughs> oh, you're like you're like you're like feeding off each other's energy in this like terrible loop of awfulness. <laughs> I love this movie. It was I love how much you don't like this movie. <laughs> It's just it was dull good. and interesting. I'm confu- I'm not sure how. It, ugh. It could have been good. Like it has the ideas to be good, but almost every single, like when it came to executing on anything, it's just awful. Like it, well, and you know what? It's not even like awful and like so bad it's good. It's just boring. Like, it is so utterly, mind-numbingly boring, except for, like, three scenes. Hmm. Uh, it, it just, I don't know, like, I just, I was bored. I was absolutely and utterly bored this whole movie where, like, again, like, I have nothing against bad movies. Like, watching bad movies can be fun, you know, uh, Wars of Virtue, despite how bad it is as a movie, is, like, fun in its badness. This movie, for the most part, just... It's like watching a train go off a cliff. That's really fun to watch. Yeah. <laughs> okay, pick, sorry. No, pick no. Pick a different it's, analogy. It, yeah, it's like watching paint dry. Acceptable. Mm-hmm. You're I right. disagree, Wa- but acceptable. But uh, but yeah, you were correct with the previous one. Watching a train go off a cliff is exciting. Uh, that would be so fucking rad. <laughs> also, like, terrible, but, like, so fucking rad. <laughs> <laughs> I have problems. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> You're one of the people who brought this movie. We already know you had problems. <laughs> I've brought a lot of movies, bud. Yeah, wow. <sighs> Catwoman's been portrayed by more actors than any other comic book villain. Three three alone in in the extent of uh Adam West's Batman. So, and then in three different modern movies and the show Gotham. Hmm. Uh, yep. Yeah. The most interesting thing about this movie. Basically. Uh, also like, I don't know. My favorite thing about the movie is, uh, Halle Berry stunt double. Oh, that, yeah, that one of her stunt doubles is a 29 year old Hawaiian male actor. Nito Larizio. Ooh, I hope he wore the costume, too. I mean, he would almost have to have, because the only scenes where stunts happen are when she's in costume. 
And in her pajamas. There was one scene in her pajamas where she was doing stunts. Uh, yeah, but even then, like, a lot of the scenes were CG. I just want to see him in the costume. That's what I want. Yeah. I want a, a behind-the-scenes picture of him wearing the costume. Same. Uh, yeah, like, you know what's, like, a great ending, kind of, like, semi-ending line that sums up this movie is, I may not be a hero, but I'm not a murderer. And it's like, you literally pushed her off, like... Yeah. I I I hope that, that was not murder. That was definitely murder. She she realized oops and tried to fix it. And also murder is with intent. She did not intend for that to happen. At worst that was manslaughter. I mean, right toward the open window, like she knows what was well, going to happen. What, what was her plan? She's just beating up on this woman. The cops already can be involved and arrest her. Also, I'm fairly certain it is strongly implied that she lived that fall. Uh, because she is marble. Yeah. Right. And they were like, we're going to get her to talk afterwards. I'm like, I think she's alive, guys. Wait, so, did they say that? <laughs> Must I missed that. that. Yeah. Huh. Uh, okay, well, now she's definitely not a murderer. <laughs> In your face. <laughs> okay, so, so what I was hoping would happen when she fell... Was that she would shatter. <laughs> like in the, the top secret? <laughs> yeah, basically. Because it's like, like I'm like marble. And then just like, I was like, oh, she's going to fall and break like marble. But alas, no shattering. Yeah. Well, I mean, she had super strength, like marble. Just, just like Catwoman can ride a motorcycle, like a cat. Yeah, and I just kind of found, like, a lot of the voiceover stuff was really cringy. Like, I'm 14 and this is deep. Like, oh, like, sometimes I'm good. And when I'm good, I'm good. But when I'm bad, I'm as bad as I want. And it's just like, stop, please. <laughs> please cease at once. Ugh. <laughs> uh. Uh, also, I figured out the big factor for why I liked this as a kid, which you all know from my comments. Um, but you all know. So I have an innate desire to be feral and to just, you know... Be Catwoman. Yeah. So, like, every scene where she's, like, crawling up a wall on all fours or, like, doing stunts, like, yeah, oh my god, I want that. I want to get on all fours and just, like, skitter everywhere. Mm -hmm. It's the best. So what you're saying is this movie is for furries? Oh, they say once Laurel's boys start talking, we'll be able to wrap up. I didn't hear the boys part. Ah, uh, alright. Hmm. So, Catwoman is a murderer. In your face. <laughs> Murder is preemptive. I still hold that this was manslaughter at worst. She went there to, what, arrest her? No. She went there to beat the shit out of her. Uh-huh. And then... And? Watch her get arrested. <laughs> <laughs> and when well, she did was... You... Well, okay, so what was her plan with kicking her toward the open window? Exactly. If she didn't catch on to that pole, she would have plunged to her death right there and then. I think she was caught up in the moment. And that that's was an still, accident. That's still murder. 
It's like just manslaughter like, I, at I, work. I'm really sorry, officer. I was really caught up in the moment. If like, you murder. if you go to someone's house with intent to do harm and they die, that's murder. It's not manslaughter. Yeah, yeah, that's murder. If you okay. go to someone's house without intent to cause harm and they die, that's manslaughter. Probably, obviously, Fine. a judge can and jury can actually. Yeah, and, and not, the ruling, but and not, none of us are I think lawyers, rules but... are altered for superhero fights, and I'm going to count this as a superhero <laughs> fight because they both had powers. I mean, that's kind of fair. Well, no, it's not kind of fair. She killed her. Well, like, it's kind of like, fair in the fact that the rules are different because superheroes are rarely held accountable. Yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> I mean, they're rarely held accountable, but we can still call murder murder. Like, also, she definitely went there not knowing she had superpowers. Yeah, but then once she learned she had superpowers, she like, pushed her towards an open window. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She she established, my skin is marble, I can't feel pain. Okay, you could assume she could survive a long drop. <laughs> it's not a great assumption. That's an awful but again, assumption. The rules are kind of different for super-powered people. No, that's still murder. It doesn't <sighs> matter if they're a superhero or not. Murder is murder. Like, we could argue that, like, morally she was fine to kill that person, but, like, it's still murder. And, uh, <laughs> she she tried to stop her from falling, so I feel like that counts for something. After kicking her out of window. Well, because the like, fact that listen, she tried to help her shows she did not intend for her to fall through the window. Listen, if she stabbed someone 30 times, then at the end goes... Oh my god, I'm really sorry. I'm going to call 911. That doesn't make it not murder anymore. Like, she, but murder she didn't is stab. Murder. She applied force. <laughs> Maybe she didn't intend for it to be that she hard. Gravity's the real murderer. <laughs> Maybe she thought the villain had more stamina than that and would have self corrected. Gravity Woman's the one to really blame here. <laughs> the villain. Only Gravity Cat Woman, woman could actually murder Marble Woman. <laughs> Although that's another thing that I think really hooked me on this movie. It's a female-led superhero movie with a female villain. Yep. That is accurate. And, like, a lot of their problems, not a lot, but, like, the villain's reasoning is, like, the beauty standards of the world and how it's such a such a pain and hassle for women. So, like, yeah, this is, this is nice. Especially for, like, what was it, 2004? Mm-hmm. Like, it was a lot of male-led movies, like... You'd see badass women, but they were, like, sidekicks or part of the gang. This was a female-led one, so, like, I'm totally on board. Yep, and directed and produced by all men, as you can tell. Yep. Yep. Oh, yeah, like, there was a no, lot man, of... No, man, that's an outfit that a woman designed, for sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Slash I'll... and sarcasm. Also, yep. gratuitous ass shots. Oh, yeah. Again, she's showing you the proportional ass of a cat. <laughs> I'm not saying this was a good female-led movie, but the fact that it was female-led did hook me on a bit more. Didn't Halle Berry get, like, a Razzie for this? Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. She was the first, and she's the first uh, actor to have received a Oscar as well as a Razzie to accept her Razzie in person. <laughs> nice. Nice. She went there holding her Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the range. 
Yeah, I was gonna say not every actor is gonna have uh, a great movie every time. I mean, yeah, she she was only... in uh, she was in John Wick three, right? I'm not yeah. misremembering. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's Halle Berry. I'm, I'm, yeah, I was confirm. gonna say I'm pretty sure it's yes, Berry. yes, that is yeah, that is Halle Berry. Yeah, and like she was great in John Wick three. Correct. Um, but one of only six actors in history to have won both an Oscar and a Razzie. Five at the time. Damn. Truly an actor for the ages. Oh, okay. The flirting. That was wild. It was like... The basketball sex scene? That too, but just the dialogue of the flirting. Like, it felt like the the dialogue of a porno, except if the porno was rated PG. Like, it it was very strongly scripted and really trying hard to like, yeah, we're flirting, we're sexy people, but also this is a family <laughs> movie. Hello, fellow kids. Yeah, so it it was interesting. It was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a word to use for it. <laughs> interesting. I don't, like. I both enjoyed it and not quite enjoyed it. I have a question that I don't think anyone here can answer because I don't think anyone here has seen Fifty Shades of Grey. I have. Okay. <laughs> which which movie is a better representation of the BDSM community? Oh. Oh. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about this really hard. Harder than this question probably deserves. Because uh. a lot of people involved in this movie definitely thought that's what they were doing. Oh, yeah. And, like, Halle Berry learned how to crack a whip. Mm-hmm. Do we ever find out if that was a BDSM person or not? Uh, I mean, he's a professional stunt majigger. No, probably a BDSM person. Um, like, unfortunately, I'm gonna still have to say the the movie about sex, <laughs> <laughs> but not by as significant as a margin as it should be. All right, good to know. Also, um, I like how there are so many cats in this movie. Uh, listeners. Um, while we were watching, every time a cat came on screen, I just said, kitty. It's true. So we had a little kitty count. I liked how I was just getting mad about all the inaccurate cat things she was doing. (laughs) Just in chat, I'm just like, she would actually be terrible at her art job now because cats are incredibly farsighted. And they only, like, can see up close with their whiskers. And she doesn't have those. Yeah, but instead her eyes, she has telescopic eyes just like cats. She gets to choose how how in- enhanced things are. That's not how cats work. My That's favorite... how cat women work. <laughs> My favorite power is uh, the ability to squeeze through tight spaces. That is a mouse power, <laughs> if anything. Like, mice and rats are actually known for that. Cats are not necessarily known for that. <laughs> I'd argue an octopus would be best. But then... Octopi, also very well known for getting some amount of their body through something, like a small amount and being like, well, the rest of me fit. Oh my god, okay. Catwoman movie, but 
but just switch out cat themes with octopus. Yeah, can we watch octopus? I would woman? be so fucking like, down with that. Scene for scene. Yeah, but like it would still be a BDSM movie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and just like like they just like start looking for her, and she's just like curled up, looking like a vase. Yeah. <laughs> but like when she dies, it's just, just... inks into the air. <laughs> <laughs> All these octopuses coming out of the water, just surrounding her, and then the god octopus? I don't know what that that would be, but... No, it, that's a messenger of the octopus god. Yeah. Yes. And, it bre- and it breathes on her face. I don't think <laughs> Probably Egypt not. had an octopus god, because I don't think Egypt really has octopi. That's fine. We could, we could, we could start it somewhere we else. We can make one. <laughs> Japan. Japan for sure has one. But then imagine the crazy octopus lady. Yeah. Her, her house is just full of octopus tanks, and they come and go as they please. And, like, a lot of those, like, all the scenes at at the sushi place wouldn't have to change. She's just, like, enamored with the fish. And, like, she'd still have a whip. It might be modified. Maybe, like, a suction cup on it. But I mean, it would have eight ends. Yeah. Oh, my I mean, like, there have been aquariums that have had problems with, like, their fish disappearing, and then yeah. they realize that the octopi is sneaking out in the middle of the night, going into another tank, eating fish, and going back. Yeah. <laughs> Basically what happened in this movie. <laughs> That'd be so much fun. Oh, we didn't exactly talk about uh, having sex in front of 40 children. Yes. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that was the hardest part of the basketball scene, besides the rough cutting, was it was just dirty dancing with some basketball tricks in front of no, a lot see, of children. No, you see, it's a euphemism. They were actually just having sex in front of 40 children. It wasn't actually basketball. <laughs> that was just a thinly veiled <laughs> euphemism for them having sex in the middle of the basketball court in front of all of those children. Yeah, I mean, same as dirty dancing. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, that sure happened to all of us. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> I was just thinking, like, in the chat when I go, like, l- later when they were on the Ferris wheel, it's like, now fuck. And you're like, no, they already did that in front of 40 children. <laughs> <laughs> also, I like Ivan's, this movie is going to give Carnies a bad name. Pretty sure, like, the actual deaths that happen at carnivals already do that. Nah, it's definitely just going to be this movie. This well well regarded movie. It's good. I love like carnival malfunctions though, because it's either like a ride stops or people are just like decapitated. There is no in between with like carnival accidents. Yeah. Oh, uh, the the weirdly aggressively sexual best friend. That was an interesting same. character. <laughs> Dude, same. <laughs> Like, I love her ending where she's like, yeah, she went home with that doctor. Yeah, she lives with him now. <laughs> oh, okay, that was a doctor. That makes sense. I wasn't paying enough attention to realize if he had ever even been shown. But yeah, like, when the when the police officer co- comes in and her comment is like, ooh, look at that man sandwich. It's like called a man That was not what she said. That is what the gay dude said. Right, oh, I forgot. But what stuck to me was man sandwich. Man sandwich was very important, though. Yeah. <laughs> Those two committed to their, like, positions in as, like, the friends of that person. Yeah. Halle Berry? Yep. <laughs> they were very much committed to just being like, no, you need to go get it. <laughs> it was real good. 
There was a lot of just bad police work. <laughs> Not even the, in the forensics division. The forensics was outstandingly, astoundingly bad. But like, he's just like, picks up her wallet, goes to her place of work, yeah. asks her out on a date. L- later at second date, he's just like, you work at this place, right? This person was murdered. I was fired. I'm not a suspect, right? Nah. <laughs> Continues to not take himself off the case. <laughs> Later. Oh, I like that she has pink panther powers. That was a fun little bit. Yeah. Oh. Because she's a cat, she has pink panther powers. She can just appear from behind a different wall than she was. Yeah, that one was weird. There was absolutely no explanation there. At first I thought, may- I'm like, maybe it's a column. It's like, no, it's 100% not a column. <laughs> That was a wall that she was on one side of, and then the police went past, and she was behind it. Yep. Pink Panther. Because he's a cat, she has it too. And then sud- and then briefly had to debate jumping out of a window, despite it being the thing she has been doing all this time. Yep. Yep. That happened. The cat that smiles back never stops. Yes! <laughs> that was goldfish. Yes! <laughs> Um, I could not think of a song about cats. <laughs> there are so many. And I'm blanking on all of them. <laughs> someone was so good. Please, someone kill me, please. Never. <laughs> I'm gonna research a way to keep you alive forever. I, I require I require the sweet release of death. Throw it's my soul called, into the void. It's called Marble Cream or whatever. Beauty X. It it literally makes Euline? you I don't know. It had yeah. a dumb fucking name. It makes you young and also marble. And also brain issues. Whatever. I have brain issues, it's fine. Alright. So Tepper, you promised us number one spot. <laughs> No. Uh, this is going right above bed knobs and broomsticks. Oh, damn. <laughs> you the are... number 32 slot, right below Agent Cody Banks 2, and obviously above bed knobs and broomsticks. This wasn't worth watching. <laughs> no. It was. This was a fun movie. But also, I'm very impressed with how much spite Tepper holds for bed knobs and broomsticks. Considering how little spite he had for it at the time. (laughs) (laughs) My spite ages quite well. Um, The villains. Um, Yep, this puts Shauna into the second worst bringer. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's okay, you're still safe. (laughs) By a pretty good margin. Uh, Put the villain into the 28th slot above Henry Gates. Uh, so, what is our, our villain? Like, obviously we have a super villain. I've written here, woman thing slash the patriarchy. That's oh, a it's true a, villain. It's marble, marble skin. Okay. Like, she's 100% a super villain. Marble Lady is definitely the villain. She's the, like, ultimate villain. The other guy's just a minor antagonist. Well, but if, if you heard it from her point of view, the patriarchy is the true villain. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, r- above Henry Gates, below Lord Rothbert. Mm-hmm. 
Rothbart. Uh, business dad. I don't think we have one. I've got here Midnight the cat that brought her back to life. Basically. <laughs> I don't think there's a business dad. Basically no, business dad. bringing her into the world. Uh, and for Never in the Glory, I've written down 40 basketball kids. Let's go with that. I like that. I was going to suggest the cats, but you know, 40 basketball kids. 40 basketball kids and 43 cats. What about oh. Holly Berry's character? What, what was her name? Patience? Yeah. Before she became Catwoman. Like the, the meek graphics designer. I mean, that is reasonable. No, I think the, uh, 40 basketball kids and 43 cats has a way better... <laughs> opportunity in never in the glory i mean yeah. just thinking, think about it in in uh dungeons and dragons terms that's a lot of hit dice i mean sure. 40 basketball kids and if midnight is one of those cats i mean midnight is every single one of those, of those cats. cats is going every single one of those kids is going to get cat powers after they die <laughs> no only only the only the worthy only the female ones the worthy female ones that's fine whatever <laughs> There's going to be so many cat kids. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There'll be more than one. It just won't be exactly 40. Three of those 43 cats are Midnight, by the way. <laughs> midnight is played by three different cats. Okay. Yeah, I'm done with that. Well, that's certainly facing off against Tina Odette and Derek from The Swan Princess. <laughs> so, that's... I mean... Why are we behind on Never in the Glory stuff? We're not. Oh, right. Because there's Arnie movies in here. Yeah. I just remembered the Arnie movies get put in a separate column. Yeah, because Arnie will fight himself. Yep. Because <laughs> Arnie would slaughter. <laughs> if we put Arnie in any of these Never in the Glories, like, congratulations, you just killed a bunch of fucking kids. Well, also, it would be like two to three Arnies per, per group. Because because they happen in an order. I guess if it it could line up that there was like one in each set of seven, but I would watch forty basketball kids versus Arnie. <laughs> Which one though? Conan, Ben Richards. I mean, any of Julius them Benedict. Just, any of them would end with like just blood all over the fucking walls. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not Julius. Julius okay, Benedict yeah. from Twins. Yeah, Jul- Julius would be fine, but like the rest of them he'd would just... He'd adopt them all. Like, physically he could kill them, but morally, he couldn't do it. Yeah, he might accidentally. Mm, yeah. yeah, I could see that. I could 100% see that. <laughs> yeah. Two brat children, one who's vaguely maybe trained to use a sword, versus 40 basketball kids, and 43 cats. Oh, but here's gonna be the real question. Will Odette be worthy of becoming a Catwoman? Oh, oh god! She seems to have enough spunk for it. But maybe the Swan Woman is fighting for dominance. Maybe. Real life Swan versus Cat. Oh, a cat will fuck a swan up. I don't, swans are like mm, you're, swans you're are just really, fancy geese. I was gonna say <laughs> like, like swan swans are fucking vicious like. Like, I'm actually, like, I don't know which one would win. Yeah, but I don't think a swan has the ability to rip out something's throat. Cats do, though. I've watched it. <laughs> and they got a lot of throat to rip out. I got a lot of cats. I've watched cats kill a lot of... I've watched cats kill a goose. Hmm. Yeah, I don't, like... Depending on the terrain, I think a cat wins, like, probably, like, 9 out of 10, maybe 8 out of 10. 
I guess like the middle of water, probably a swan wins that fight just because cats are not terribly good at swimming. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or aerial combat. Uh, cats are a cat can do like a pretty good just straight vertical leap though. A cat is better at aerial combat than a swan is. If it starts from the ground, sure. But what if they they're, <laughs> they're just both falling? Yeah, I don't. <laughs> now this situation happens. It's just you just throw them both into into one of those uh, uh, propeller rooms. Yeah, yeah wind, wind rooms. So they're constantly hovering. Wind chamber. That's the word. <laughs> that's okay. I think I... The, the swan might have a little bit. Swans still don't fight while they're flying, so like it'll. I guess it'll get there eventually, but like (laughs) they also don't typically fly with huge amounts of wind just being blown directly below them. Which is why my theory: (laughs) they should be dropped from a great height, and yes, that puts on a time limit. (laughs) But that is the optimal aerial combat. Well, then the cat just wins because because they both hit the ground eventually. Only the cat lands on its feet. What if they were both highly driven <laughs> to kill the other before oh they hit the God. ground? Like, they put in maximum effort for it. I'm, I'm making a very specific scenario. We will have to discuss this during Never End the Glory. Okay. These were 43 trained cats for this. <laughs> yes, we'll have to wait till Never End the Glory to find out the true answer. Yeah, I will say these cats weren't trained in combat. You don't know that. <laughs> Cats are naturally trained in combat. The, the the swan is also piloted by human intelligence, so like, it's not just an animal. I mean, at least three of those cats are are not quite piloted by a goddess. True, I guess the goddess wins. Sorry, swans. Should <laughs> <laughs> should have had an Egyptian goddess of twenty yeah. things. You fucked up. Oh, well, there's a little teaser of the uh, Never End the Glory to look forward to. <laughs> we have a surprising amount of, like, animals in this Never End the Glory already. <laughs> I mean, we have a surprising number of contestants in this and Never End the Glory so far. <laughs> 85 <laughs> contestants. <laughs> Previously, we had the McGill gals. It's basically the same thing. Yes, previously we had four, uh, like, what was it? Uh, 15 competitors. This time we so far have 85 from two movies. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but none of these children showed, like, any desire to have, like, the same kind of spunk as, like, Carrie, Charles, and Paul. So, like... I don't think they're going to be lasting too long until they get cat powers. I mean, one of them wanted to see a gun. Every kid wants wants to see a gun. Yeah, that's called called spunk. That's not having a shiv in your pocket kind of spunk. (laughs) I mean, these kids were on their path of being scared straight by a white white detective. He wasn't white. Was he white? (laughs) He was not. Yeah. I just kind of assume because that's how movies typically are. But then I remembered that was not actually what happened in this movie. And besides, if it's not quite World War Two, you're gonna have a shiv in your pocket, obviously. <laughs> Especially when you gotta kill your foster parents a few times. Presumably, that's what happened. All right. Uh, with that, I think it's time to rate 
this movie? Um, I give this movie all of the jewelry out of that jewelry store that then's just given back with an apology. Sorry. I give this movie nine lives out of ten. <gasps> Meow. <laughs> I made the kitty claw motion with my hand. Uh, it wasn't audible, but um, for the listeners. It was choice. <laughs> I give this movie a letter Y, indicating that it's fucking bad. (laughs) It's not an exact science. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I give this movie various leather outfits indicating a cat personality out of one drainage pipe. Uh, And with that, I've been your host, Ivan. I'm Connor. I'm Shauna. And I'm Tepper. And a special thanks to 8-Bit Jazz for the use of our theme song. You can find them on YouTube or follow the link in the description.